Hey internets, it's Rev. Tonight we talk about some things that we talked about last year. Devs aren't getting paid, but it might be getting better. And an interview with indie game musician Kevin Ducharme. Open world hack and slash? Yes please. And surge the power couplings to the tachyon array, we're going techno. Grab your mass and baseball bats, it's episode 51 of the Indie Game Riot. <laughs> Everybody, it's Josh, and this is episode 51 of the Indie Game Riot podcast. Because we do have a website, IndieGameRiot.com. <laughs> um, one thing I want to remind you all about, you can give us a call on our phone number, leave a message, and uh, we can play it on the show, respond to it, and all that sort of stuff once I see the, the message that's come through. The number is 717-508-RIOT, 717-508-7468, if you can't spell. Um, so, uh... Yeah, we got a really yeah. good show tonight. We got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's pretty solid, really good indie games. Um, a, a last today we were spo- if you remember from the last episodes we were supposed to be talking to Nelson from uh, Beta Wave Radio and Games Matter and all that sort of stuff, um, but he uh, pulled a bait and switch yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did. and gave us and gave us Kevin uh, Ducharme and he is a musician uh, who has just recently broken into the indie game uh, music biz, I guess you could call it. Um, now, Kevin, what we like to do first is something that has nothing to do with indie games. We just like to do like a short little blurb of what's been going on in our weeks. And as good hosts, we're, we're such good hosts. We're going to let you go first. Uh, anything, anything interesting been going on in your life past week? Uh, I've been offered a lot of good deals and a lot of good projects to work on. And... Don't know if any of them except one is going to pan out, but it's all it takes, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's really all it takes, and that's really all it takes in the indie market is to have an idea and to follow through with it. So, you know, yeah, it's been a good week for me. Um, I mean, I'm really new at this. No, it's not a problem. Just, yeah. just follow our leads, and, and you'll be yeah. you'll be all right. You'll be fine. You're already a natural. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, so you know, like right now, I'm working on a game called Harvester RPG, which um, is due to be out in November, and really excited about it because. The music that I've been writing, they really like, and that kind of, oh, that's kind of the point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's see, who's next? Tech? How about your Me. Week? So, it's been a, you know, it was, it was a mostly boring week, except for one specific day. And, um... You're pregnant. It was, <laughs> I can't remember what day it was. It was... It was a day where it was hot outside and sunny and annoying, and it be, it, it was 90 degrees 
inside the store that I work at. Well, you got a bunch of we've ovens. Got, we've got the two ovens and the fryer and a bunch of bodies, and we can't open the doors because a bunch of bodies is that what the pizza's made out of? People, you know, yeah, <laughs> basically, <laughs> and. And it was 90 degrees. And one of the AC units, um, one of my bosses, like, went up went up onto the roof and, like, fixed one of the AC units. And the other one was totally busted. So it was, like, 86 degrees up at the front. And then it was, like, 90 degrees in the back of the store. And it was so slow that day that, like, the, the best part about, about being a delivery driver is, you know, when it's hot, you go out in your car, you're sitting down, you're driving, which sucks. But you've got AC, or you can roll the windows down and be comfortable. And it was slow, so I was sitting in the store, and I was sweating like a whore in church. And just, <laughs> it was awful. Everyone was, like, mad and, you know, goof. Like, it was, uh, <laughs> like, Josh, you you uh, you work in a, in a meat department. Yeah. It's cold, you know? Like, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, it's kind of weird because um, it's it's extra refrigerator behind our counter because, you know, when we have meat out, they don't want it to go yeah. bad. And then there's also the cooler and then the, fr- the freezer, oh, which is a little bit too crazy. much. <laughs> the, so, so we've got a cooler and a freezer at the store. It was so hot, you'd walk into the cooler. My whole body oh, steam. was steaming. Yeah, it happens to us. In, but, but back in our area, it... it when it's hot and humid, everything fogs up. And even though it's cooler yep. back there, it feels like, like you're like swimming. Your and everything. It feels yeah. like you're swimming through life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's kind of, yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, then, you know, just been playing good games, too. Who so. hasn't been playing good games? Yeah, this is in Game Riot, man. Uh, Rev, your Rev. life sucks. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> You've got a story. Go ahead. Um, well, I almost died a couple of times the other day. Jesus. But, uh, How? Yeah. Apparently, uh, I want to say it was Tuesday, maybe. I don't know. This whole week is just kind of blended together. Um, uh, it was the day of uh, of every idiot driver on the road happens to be in my path. Welcome to my so, job. <laughs> so, like, I'm pulling onto the freeway to, to head to work one morning, and, uh, like, traffic is going a little bit slow, but, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, get up to speed with them and then i'm going to start jumping lanes over to in in order to uh you know bypass it all get into the lane that i need to and uh like i've got plenty of space in the next lane i'm at speed i signal i check i've got signal i look forward and the car directly in front of me has slammed on their brakes put themselves into reverse and is now hurtling towards me backwards wait on the highway on the freeway <laughs> that's so, illegal like i instantly like what? jump like start moving over as quickly as i can and you know it's a rather abrupt what? like cut what? into the next lane and i get like three-fourths of the way in and some asshole from the next lane to the left dives into me like and it was just like holy shit so like jerk back to the right jerk back to the left and it was just like seriously you gained a total of one car length you motherfucker why was the person wait why was the person reversing don't know don't care not my just team. in the middle of the, was there was there nothing in front of him there was no, <laughs> just cars that were going the other direction <laughs> i don't understand oh, no. <laughs> so like i'm sitting there and I'm, i've got that and i'm like my heart's palpitating and i'm just like oh, god, oh my god like i could have died right there so i'm in I, i'm one lane too far to the right so i need to get one more into the left in order to make my exit and uh, I've got plenty of room. I like 
So I signal and I start to move over and this semi truck that was in the other lane, no signals or anything, just like dives into the lane that I am now in and like forces me into the off, like off of the off ramp. And I'm like, oh, shit. yeah, it was it was fucking ridiculous. So I almost died. And that was that was fun. That's one thing. If I ever moved out to California for whatever reason, uh, that highway, Josh, do you, do I'm you- a good driver. Do you remember the the highway at Magfest? All the traffic and crap. Yeah, but that wasn't that, that is, bad. Well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was a lot of traffic, we but it. but that uh, that highway yeah. that highway in California is literally like one of the most dangerous highways in yeah. the freaking world. How many pileups happen all the time there? It's just I don't constant. Yeah, constantly. Uh, so, so Josh. Josh. Well, mine is uh, all indie game riot related. I've got a lot of announcements to make. Um, a lot of changes, and you know, we we did this like uh, around episode twenty five. We do a lot of shakeups after the show. We're going to talk about more things and and to to shake up with the show just to keep things fresh. Um, some things I did though recently. Um, first of all, on yeah. indiegameride dot com, if you haven't been there yet, go check it out. We have a Hall of Fame section, a Hall of Fame page. Um, I wanted to do that to kind of show appreciation to uh, the people that support indie game riot in whatever way whether it be patreon um whether it be uh just through helping out the site and helping out indie game riot or um other ways you know whatever i'm there's gonna be like little next to people's names basically i have listed um like little icons depending on how they're helping us out um and what i'd like to do is if you're in the hall of fame i'd like to link to something that you would like to be linked to as long as it's appropriate um actually in in our <laughs> yeah not, no no meat spin.com please um yeah. oh god don't go there <laughs> how about leaf spin no 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 um actually one of the people in our live chat right now preposter and if you haven't checked out i put you in in our hall of fame but first of all because you've you're you're someone who's been here almost every single episode since you've joined us um but also because yeah, how do you do that i don't even do that <laughs> rev doesn't even do that you've been here more than rev <laughs> because uh and, and you also are helping us out with um a lot of things specifically you're just recently helping us out uh modding our, our steam so thank you for that and you're there and i've linked it to your twitter but if you wanted something else um let me know uh so hall of fame has has our supporters has uh best moments of speaking of uh, if you if any fans out there um, can think, and I know there's plenty of them more than I have listed there, but can think of a specific time on the show or any indie game riot moment that has been like specifically like stood out as like really funny or you know a best of moment. Let me know so I can link it in that little Hall of Fame section. Um, right now I have like the different times we went to uh, cons and our anniversary. I have linked there. Um, I have all the games that we put in starting the riot because they should deserve a spot. They're on starting the riot for a reason. I also have our um, riot of the year listed. So things like that. Uh, oh, all of our interviewees. And so, Kevin, you're going to be on there. Um, and uh, all of our guest hosts. So, yeah, that's uh, cool. I'd... Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited about it as it as it gets filled up. Anything so, anything that we're forgetting, let us know to put yeah. it on there. Get get hype for indie game. Eventually, I, and I'm thinking maybe adding like the quote because I was talking about I always talk about a quote wall because everyone always brings up the stupid things that we say, and maybe <laughs> yeah. putting a quote wall in there somewhere. Yeah. So let us know if you can think of quotes to put on there. We could use help yeah. uh, that with I, that. I, 
I, I still think that the um, even though our 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 our, our slogan is uh, enable the evolution, the the fact that only one person in the contest a few episodes ago <laughs> got it right, and and the the one that we really like a lot that we use on occasion that isn't the right one got more votes than it, uh, which is uh, saving the world one game one gamer at a time, which is actually in the chat. I don't remember who said it's it. Preposter. Uh, preposterant there yeah. you go yeah. <laughs> funny enough he was the one who got that one right um yeah there's just a lot of i mean it's been it's been this is 51 it's been it's been a long yeah uh, it's it's been a lot of work and by the way j just so you know we and i know we talk about this on the uh uh between the segments a lot but for those of you who are listening at who are listening at home josh puts in a lot of work into this show that you probably don't understand like we're talking email back-end website stuff articles links just the whole nine yards uh live streaming it so you know it, it send him an email at josh at com, <laughs> telling him how awesome he is <laughs> dick pics just do dick it pics, yeah. please um <laughs> yeah. and uh so yeah and, and the patreon uh, like i said those patreon supporters ten dollars and up is like it's part of like the reward program so i changed that on there there's a couple other changes on patreon so go to patreon.com slash indie game ride if you want to see the changes that we made um lastly we're always looking for help um because like tech said i'm I, I am actually doing a lot and i could really use help so if you know anyone or if you yourself want to help us with whether it be writing um or animating or drawing or anything any talent that you have um let us know and we can take a look and, and see if you'll um you know your talents would fit for us yeah. and uh also uh prep is is modding our steam page we could also use mods for reddit and also the live stream because we can't always pay attention to the chat while we're doing yeah. the show and, all and just to stuff. just to be clear because indie game riot is uh making its money off of podcasting peanuts and uh <laughs> A few pay and yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not really in the money right now. Um, we, we can't out of the money actually. So. Yeah, we are we are out of money. Uh, you know, we 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 can't afford to pay for for a lot of the work that definitely deserves, uh, you know, compensation. But you know, well, that, that's the thing. If you if you end up helping us with anything and you stick with it, obviously we can't pay right now. It's all volunteer basis. But yeah. who knows in the future as you know, Indie Game Riot grows and, and yeah. ends up starting making and, money. And, and, and I would for, love like, to pay, you know, yeah. people. Exactly. And and just to be completely clear, I've never seen a paycheck from Indie Game Riot. Rev's never seen a paycheck from Indie Game Riot. We haven't and, seen a paycheck and, from anyone except yeah, exactly. for, uh, you know, Patreon supporters. So Yeah, exactly. And that so, goes right so back into the show. So We're we doing this because we love Indiegogo. this and we yeah, love right. you. And, oh, yeah, Indiegogo, we, we, we got some money. But, you know, other for than the that, you know, we're doing this because we – we 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 love you guys we love the show we deeply care about the indie game community as a whole yeah you know what else i love what any news injections are you bored with the same old games yeah why then give yourself an indie news injection thanks indie games and this week on indie news injection we start out with a uh quick announcement about accessibility game jam that is currently going on right now uh, it started may 11th and it goes till june 1st now this is the second time we've talked about accessibility jam uh which is crazy because i feel like we just talked about it uh but it's been a year uh there's another one going on so accessibility jam is basically about 
uh, people designing games with uh, accessibility in mind, cognitive, hearing, vision, uh, motor or inclusivity, uh, accessibility. So, you know, colorblind games or in Rev's case, completely no color games. And crazy. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, games where uh, people who don't necessarily have full function of their hands or, you know, complete motor skills would be able to uh, play these games. Um, games that, you know, break down the, the basically how how the most of the world thinks and sees things. Uh, designing a game that has uh, ways for people who don't necessarily think the same way that other people do to be able to play and, you know, have fun and enjoy games like, you know, all of us here. Um, so a lot of games, uh, there have been 19 entries so far as of the recording of uh, this you, episode. Have you guys gotten to play any of them yet? Are we, are we sure that those are from oh. this, this year's? Because um, I recognize a couple of those from last year's. That you, this might... This might be last year's. Kevin? You guys are talking about something that I'm actually really passionate about because uh, before I started Payne Road Records, um, I worked for the government finding people with disabled, you know, jobs, um, called disability jobs, disabled mm. people jobs, whatever, however way you want to phrase it. Um, and there's so many things out there that can make games accessible to everybody mm -hmm. and nobody really takes advantage of them yeah you know it's like well okay either you can use you know an xbox or a 360 controller or a PlayStation controller or you can use your keyboard but yet you have uh, what was it the N-Gage the one that was the uh, you know designed for people that only had one hand oh yeah yeah I remember that no there's there's all sorts of things on that one yeah like um, last year they had a lot of uh uh, game like you know a lot of a lot of colorblind games always come out, but then there were a lot of um, uh, there was an aud completely audio based game. Uh, that one this was year, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was so. Uh, are you sure? Are you sure this that these games are from last year? Because I don't recognize any of these, I and played, and the ones I remember from last year, they, I don't see. They go. They go back. These are last before, years. They go back way before last years. Yeah, I remember these... playing Trust and and talking about it because that one was filed under the hmm. colorblind section. So they just yeah. didn't update it, I guess. I no, they haven't updated it yet. So you can't see any of the um, you you can't see any of the updated games right now. But this year's uh, theme is I can't remember what last year's trust. theme was. Trust. This oh. year's theme is trust. Uh, so you have to make a game that is more accessible to more people. Uh, the rules you have and and it ends very soon. So. <laughs> If you're hearing this chop, now, chop. you've got a few days. Uh, create a <laughs> no game. sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. Create a game with that theme. I think the first one that actually acknowledged it was Notch. He made uh, Minecraft available for people that were uh, red, green, deficient. And that's and that's a really. 
uh, that's one that messes a lot of people up too. Because I, it's the most common can, form of color deficiency. Yeah, like it's, my uncle, who's a cop, has that, and it's uh, it's funny because he can't tell if people are running red lights. You can based <laughs> on their positioning. Yeah, exactly. Well, not well, in California. I, mean, I there are some places in California where the where the 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 stoplights are like sideways, and I and I I was over there oh, yeah, in like yeah. what like 2002, and I was looking at them just like colorblind people must hate this town. Goes <laughs> left to right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't you can't get away with it because you know they want to make their money for the city and you know whatever. Yeah. I mean that's, <laughs> that's politics versus gaming. But to actually make his game accessible to colorblind people was really a step stone to a lot of the games nowadays, especially when we're working with things like the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Where, you know, you're talking, well, we can look around and see, you know, 180 degrees of the game instead of just the 90 degrees of the game. And you have to make that accessible to everybody. Because, you know, otherwise you're cutting out 15% of your sales basically mm-hmm. yeah. exactly and you know just as a reminder and, and the uh, uh, jams.gamejolt.io slash accessibility jam is where you can find all these all, all this information they have this on their website as a reminder there the the point of this jam isn't to create a bunch of niche games that you know only a specific subset of people with you know these you know differences in ability can play it's about bringing more people in and you know uh applying to a wider audience of gamer so someone who you know has the ability to play this game will be able to enjoy it just as much as somebody who you know doesn't have the normal ability to play a normal game of course you know like every game company is going to look at what is their maximum profit yeah and you know that's just that's for business that's the way you look at it well and part of part of the way part of the reason accessibility jam happens is because you know fully 20% if not more of the gaming population has some form of disability um i mean i'm a i'm a monochromat i see everything in black whites and shades of gray and, and so for me a lot of games just like i can play them but i'm never going to do well or or get far in them so wow. i mean it, it's and, and that's just me personally so you know i'm also mostly deaf so having a game without subtitles that has a lot of spoken word in (laughs) it it's just it's pointless to me so you know they're they're raising awareness about that speaking about raising awareness though um there's a there's a little distributing group called desura uh desura.com desura is awesome um well possibly not (laughs) Um, not today not today (laughs) Yeah, and apparently not for like, the last six months. I don't know knew about them, but I mean, their idea was awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's been going on with them. 
Well, we're about to. I'm about to fill you in. So, Desura uh, was was purchased uh, end of end of last year, I think, somewhere around November December, by a company called Bad Juju Games or Bad Juju, and uh, they figured you know Desura would be a good platform. They are they were already working as a as a publisher and and dev group. Uh, God, isn't and, that ironic there, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, apparently, it, it, they started running into problems paying the devs that were submitting their games on Desura. Um, in addition to some kind of out there terms, you know, they have a you you have to have sold at least five hundred dollars uh, worth of your game before they'll pay out. But, uh, which is, but which I, seems reasonable. Uh, it uh, can, but it, at the same time, I don't know. That's like that's that's like. Josh, I mean, if you really want to go into that, I'll tell you exactly how it works in the. I just, you know, I just don't it, like it because it's it's like an ad revenue kind of thing. That's what YouTube does. This I is mean, like your own product that you've worked. Yeah. That you should be getting, even if it's pennies. You know what I mean? You, you my get first album. My first album. I was given a hundred thousand dollars from uh, Elektra Records. And by the time everything was said and done, we ended up owing them $6,000. Yeah. I, well, like, I mean, actors still good. get a penny in royalties, you know what I mean, from shows. You know, I just don't, I just don't see... Yeah. Well, in, in addition to some things like that, the, the, the real reason we're talking about them is uh, it, starting last December and continuing on until now, uh, a lot of developers haven't been getting paid at all, even when they well exceed that $500 limit. Um, and uh, I came across this actually on a Reddit thread on uh, R yeah. Gaming. Yeah, and I, saw, I saw traffic coming in from Reddit. I was like, what? Sent I haven't updated Reddit in forever, but then I saw. <laughs> so, it's funny. I found it. I found it on Reddit too, but in a different place. So, but uh, no, it, it it really is kind of a it is, a lot of devs have been have been uh, affected by this, and they haven't been paid for their games since you know December, and uh, we started started reaching out. I'm sorry, look what was that? The, look at the movie Life of Pi. And what? Uh, the movie Life of Pi, the company that did the graphics for it went bankrupt because they owed so much money at the end. So, so I mean, you're saying that's safer for, for people to, you know, wait until withhold, get paid. Withhold cash flow so the Desura doesn't go under. Right. See, and I... I, I, uh, I uh, but... No. What, what I'm saying is that the reason that indie games are taking over, I mean, like, think of the past, you know, four years. The top indie, like, the top games of all time, you know, have been Minecraft and Path of Exile and Faster Than Light and, you know, all these indie game companies. Because they just did what they wanted to. They did their project. They didn't have someone telling them, well, you owe us you know, this much money because we 
gave you money. Yeah. But see, now Desura owes a lot of devs a lot, a lot of capital. Of and But and, I think that the, the and, good thing that came out of this uh, is that Desura, like, we, I, like, I found out about this on Desura's website. Like, they, yeah. they came out and was like, look, this is a problem. This is what's been happening. We're well, trying Lisa, to fix this. Lisa came across the thread on Reddit and, and made a post and said, hey, let us, let me know, and I'll, I'll start taking a look into this. Um, and, you know, it was, uh, I, I'm glad that they're, they're making public action. It should have never reached this point. That's true. It should. Yeah. And, and there was six uh, months. And, and the crazy thing was, too, is that X wasn't didn't Xbox Live, Indie, whatever the hell, have this problem like six yeah, months but, ago? Yeah, but but they but they they hopped right on it. You know what I mean? Like That's as soon true. as we they saw did. about it, yeah, they, it was like, they like two months. They put out PR. Like there's a lack of January. There's something. a lack of communication and they, here. And they actually charge up the ass for you just to get on. Yeah. Indie, yeah. You know? yeah. And then if you want to upgrade your game, well, you know what? You got to pay even more money. Yeah, yeah we've talked ridiculous. about that before. Yeah. Um, but you know, it it is. I I do want to give them. I do want to give uh, Lisa and and the rest of Bad Juju um, a, a a props for for jumping on this um, a, as quickly as as they can. Unfortunately, it, it kind of leaves a, a fly by night taste in my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we, uh, oh, we seem to have lost Kevin. <laughs> um. But uh, it, it looks like they're making progress. They're they're working on implementing uh, automatic payments and, and stuff like that. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Kevin, you're right. <laughs> excuse, uh, <laughs> excuse the awkward uh, camera angles and everything like that. But um, yeah, it's I don't know. I have I have my opinions about this, sir. I just don't think it's ever been run all that well by anyone as much as, as many times as it's been bought and sold um they don't curate enough which is my biggest problem there's a yeah. ton of games on there i'm just like you belong on game jolt where people don't have to spend money on it um you know what i mean not that game That's jolt is bad but you know people are risking their own personal investments you know on on money and everything like that so yeah uh do you wanna? Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. My my dog. There was a bolt of lightning, and my dog bolted and caught the cord from the monitor. <laughs> uh, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, we're gonna move on ahead while you get that situated. Um. So the next thing, I mean, after the sort of thing, we um, it's kind of a down downer with the indie game, uh, community. Hopefully, I'll get rectified. One good thing, though, we always talk about how game jams bring out a ton of really good games. Um, there's a game jam hosted on Newgrounds, sponsored by uh, the developers of Construct 2. Um, the developer is... Uh, I cannot think of the developer. Oh, uh, how do you pronounce that? Sierra, I guess? Um, I think, and they make like their own code and everything. It's S-C-I-R-R-A. Right. So, Sierra. I, yeah. I would say Sierra. I would say Sierra. And um, basically, it's, it's, you can get it for Sierra. Sierra. All right, there you go. He knows. Uh, but uh, basically, you can you can 
Download Construct 2 for free. There is a pro version where you get more features and everything like that, but the free version doesn't limit you all that much. Um, and you can make games without having any knowledge uh, of coding. You know, you just have assets and you cool. plug them in and you... St- they, they call them events, which I would assume is like lines of code that, um, you know, make things do other things or whatever you want to say. Um, today's... today's uh, or th- Not today, but this jam's theme is deception. Um, so what they're looking for to... First of all, if you win, first place gets Xbox One console, uh, an Xbox One game, some a piggy badger I think is for the Sierra forums, some stickers from them. Um, you get a business license, which is like their pro thing, and a flying monkey, which I really don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, how to how to impress the judges, creativity on the theme, fun gameplay and originality, and you also get bonus points. Um, I guess if you can make it touch enabled to work on mobile games and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it has to be downloaded, or I'm sorry, uploaded onto Newgrounds.com with uh, the tags. Flying Monkey is the uh, Newgrounds logo. Newgrounds logo is a tank man. Um, or the the other one. Sierra's um, logo. Oh, so it's probably a plush. No, no, yes. Uh, shit. It's probably it's probably a, a plush of some sort, I would imagine. So, but my dog's been my dog's been hiding under my computer the whole time during a thunderstorm and a bolt of lightning, and he just bolted and just took everything. No, no, no worries, not a problem. The the when you upload it to newgrounds.com, make sure you tag it with Construct Two and Deception Jam. Um, that way, they can see it, and it's part of the contest and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I am actually. Looking, I'm actually messing around with it. I might submit something. I don't know. Oh, that's I'm, cool. I'm, 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 I'm confident in in designing and writing, but not programming. So, um, you know, I, I'm gonna try and teach myself with it. Maybe uh, if if anyone's interested in helping artists, <laughs> especially, <laughs> uh, please feel free. Tech and Rev, of course, if you ever have time. Um, you know, we can well, make it a make it a fun thing. If you and need, the, uh, the the competition ends June twenty sixth. Sorry about that. What was that? I said, if you need a musician, as long as you keep my dog away from yeah. the cords underneath my computer, you know, I'll be all right. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we're we're all right right now. I think we should uh, move on move, to – Move into – uh, Yeah, go ahead. You know, Kevin Ducharme. Now that you're all set us. up again. Yeah. Now that now that the the dog has 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 had its its freak out moment and everything is back to normal. Oh um, man, that was, that was crazy, man. Yeah. I, I can't believe nothing got broken. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Kevin, you are a uh, a now a a indie game musician. Uh, you run, is it, uh, what was the, what was the company that, that you focus on, um, indie, indie music production? Pain, Pain Road Studios. Pain Road Studios. Uh, you can also check, you can check it out, soundcloud.com slash P-A-Y-N-E underscore road. Uh, and let me tell you, uh, I, I've been, I've been playing, you know, instruments since, uh, like 2000 to 2003 so Band a geek. long time um 
and you know, I I I, I was da I dabbled in in you know audio production and and music production, and I gotta say, a lot of these songs on here are really kicking, dude. Well, thanks, man. I mean, what I tried to do is create about forty songs that were all kind of different that people could pick and choose and you know if they liked it they could use it for their song now i'm going to play i'm going to play a little bit for um Revan tech you're not going to be able to hear it and and kevin you're not going to be able to hear it, but i'm going to play just like a like a uh, like 30 seconds of music clip. what do you have a favorite one tech that you're listening to um i really liked um I really like that first one, Complexity. Complexity? All right. Yeah, the, the middle of Complexity is just so cool. All right, I'm going to start that for 30 seconds. All right. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So, so Kevin, uh, b before we get into like you know the 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 indie game side of it, um, where where did you start in music? Like, was there an instrument that really like drew you to it, or you know, family member? Yeah, um, I was a, a piano uh, virtuoso when I was four years old, and um, you know, was playing Chopin and Tchaikovsky and, you know, Rachmaninoff by the time I was five and got to the point where I couldn't find a teacher that could teach me anything more. So I just started writing my own music and then, you know, it evolved into well, whatever my life had become. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so what, uh, what, what kind of drew you to the, the indie game side of things? I mean, obviously you're an accomplished musician. You're talking about, uh, record deals in the past. Um, obviously you've been a part of the, the music industry longer than tech's been alive. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what, what, what really kind of drew you into the, the indie game side of things? Uh, what drew me in was that, you know, I said it earlier on the show, I don't know if we were taping or not, but, um, you know, most indie games kind of just go with, hey, uh, who's the best at using Fruity Loops, or who's the best at using Acid, or... Who's the best at using Magic or Cubase or whatever? And they just create these really crappy songs rather than have. <laughs> yeah, rather, I've I've been there. <laughs> yeah, and rather than having someone who actually knows how to create really good music and incorporate it into their games 
Cool, cool. So yeah. that was that was kind of the the, the, the draw for that. Um, can you can you tell us about any uh, any upcoming projects that you might have coming on that that aren't under a NDA? Well, I mean, before uh, my dog went and wiped out my computer, which was pretty funny actually. Um, the the song that you guys were playing is for uh, Harvester. Which you were telling us before the show is a, uh, a JRPG style game currently in development uh, where, you know, you, you kill a bunch of enemies and you can take, you know, attributes of those enemies and put them on your character. Yeah, it's like a JRPG where mixed with Monster Hunter Try. Awesome. Cool. And so so you've been how long have you been working with them? Well, two days now. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're really like quick quick with the turnaround. Like you're just sort of like, Oh yeah, I got this and you just, you know, plug plug something in on the piano, like turn on some mics, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, you know, like the way that I look at music is kind of the way that Every concept artist, every programmer looks at it. It's like, okay, here's the rough draft. Like, this is what I got. And then the producer likes it or they don't. And if they don't, well, then you start from the, you know, beginning and you try something else and be like, well, do you like this? And, you know... I kind of lucked out with um, that one because they loved that song and it was something I wrote today. <laughs> so hey, actually, I liked it too. I heard it and I was just really, like, wow. Yeah. That's actually really kind of cool. Yeah. It, 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 it sounds like, you know, you, you hear all these uh, these stories about it's like, uh, like from Tim Donnelly even talking about his programmer for Boss 101. He's just like, you know, I, I, I woke up today and, and you know, uh, my, my pro Joshua, my programmer, was, you know, basically was just like, hey, you know that thing that I told you I was going to do? And he'd be like, yeah. And like, well, it's done. Look at it. And, and he'd look at it and it's done. It's like, well, that took 12 hours. <laughs> and it, it, like, it really is. Like, you know, I've been, because, you know, I, I've, I've played bass guitar for 10, I, I can't even remember how many years. It, it's It's been... <laughs> it's been a while. Like I've I've been I've been in multiple different bands, done a lot of different music music projects. I could use a bass guitar player. I haven't I'm, I haven't played in like two years. I'm good at piano, guitar, and drums. So you know. Yeah, and and like just just hearing the the complexity and and the I guess competency behind a lot of this music is is actually really reassuring because you know we. You know, everyone plays a whole lot of games, and you can tell when a when a game has a really good soundtrack, and you tell when a game has like a has an okay soundtrack. And these these are just some like, I I recommend anyone listening out there right now to to go to the SoundCloud and just just listen to stuff because it's just like, it it takes you to a place, and it might be a different place that for for each person, but it it's 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 so cool. <laughs> well, and. I think you kind of nailed it there is that every single one of those songs 
was created for a reason. Like, they weren't created for, you know, a specific game or a specific genre or a specific anything. It was like, here's what I can do in about three hours. And then if you like it, well, then I'll spend the time and I'll put the 20 hours into it. So I have a, I have a question from one of our uh, live stream members. Um, they apparently love the, the HVT one. Um, and they want to know how how someone goes about uh, being able to use your music in a game or something like that. He really he has an idea for it. So um, how how would someone contact you? How you know what what's uh, what's your whole thing with with people using your music? Uh, HBT one. Mm-hmm. Which one was that? Sorry. It was like it was like the the second one on your uh, SoundCloud, the most second most recent. Oh, um, yeah, that's just, uh, that was me just fucked the, the guitar one. Kind of. It's got, like, some, uh, some, some like, cool, like, like drum beats in it, like, lot, real, real heavy sort of epic sounding. Kind of fast. Yeah, that That's just kind of one Orchestral. of my, um, you know, like, with, um, with Harvester, I'm working on, it's probably going to be about three to four hours of music. You know, it's going to be a complete soundtrack. Um, a lot of my other ones are just songs that, well, hey, if you like them, I'll develop them for you and sell them to you. Well, and that's that. That's what the question is uh, from from our from our viewer. He he's interested in in maybe purchasing that 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 song. Uh, how would if 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 our our friend Prepostero in here uh, wanted to to utilize one of your one of your tracks? How would he go about? Uh, what, what's your process for that? You want him to just shoot you an email or? Yeah. Um... You know, I usually sell them for about fifty million dollars a piece, but <laughs> <laughs> but for you, uh, a special price, friend. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, you know, I'm negotiable. <laughs> but, um, uh, best, what... The best way for him to reach me is to either reach me at painroadstudios.com at um, Gmail or to reach me on Twitter at just the pain underscore. Um, I don't know if you can link it for him. Yeah, yeah, pain underscore road. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to reach me because let's face it, you know, I've already been famous and I don't want to be famous anymore. I just <laughs> yeah. want. To be I just want to make a living doing this, you know. Yeah, that that's cool. So, uh, Josh, this is the this is the question that you always ask, but I I'm I'm gonna ask it. Go ahead. Um, so you said before we even went live that you know you're a gamer, you like playing games, uh, especially indie games. What is your, uh, what is one of your you know most memorable or best experience with the indie game community, like as a whole? 
Man, that's a hard question <laughs> to answer because I mean, like, um, man, that's just a hard question to answer. Um, I'm, uh, I have been given so many games to play because everyone thinks that I'm a you know, reviewer or promoter or whatever, rather than a musician. And, you know, like I said earlier, it's like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm a musician, but you got me at, will you play my game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sort so, of like the... So uh... people just contacting you and, and just wanting you to play the game is probably the best part for you. Well, and yeah, and um, I mean, I think I've gotten more promotion out of just playing people's games and kind of giving them an honest review of what I think, you know, about their games. It's like, well, if you want me to write music for this, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I mean, like light, um, light rise. I mean, if you guys haven't played that, man, get ready for every fucking finger, <laughs> <laughs> because every single key on your keyboard is a hot key. <laughs> but it's fun as shit, you know. And then um, I've been playing a lot of. Um, of uh well starcraft and um and adventure craft and i mean i don't even know how many games you know because again i'm a musician but if you say hey you know play my game well why am I gonna say no to that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it's a, it's a game, you know. And and, and the, the the great, the greatest part is that there's so many like brilliant minds in the indie scene. It's it's not just the programmers or the artists, you know. It, it's the musicians because there there's so many people with with this passion and this skill for, you know, something that can you know come into you know the the indie gaming scene. It's it's not just you know indie music which is <clears throat> excuse me you know this you know this closed off thing uh you know like like we interviewed so many people at magfest and everyone at magfest was like the fact that you can you know you know have a have a voice act over here and a programmer over there and an, and an artist all you know taking what they do best which is you know what they've been doing and what they love doing and and making something that's fun for everybody uh or at least a lot of people is is just uh, the coolest thing yeah but tech, and, and that's kind of why I started Pain Road Studios, is because, you know, like I said earlier, it's usually, hey, who can use Fruity Loops best and make a great song, yeah. you know? And there's no indie game music studios. And if they want good music, they're gonna have to pay up the ass for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a filmmaker, and it's like, it's like, oh, you hear a song, and and 
I've gotten really creative with finding finding stuff royalty free, and there'll be things that are royalty free, and and like I I'm I'm really into to giving people the the money that they're worth, but like some of these people ask so much money for things and was like dude i just want to use this for a for a film fest film well, that that i've been working on for the last 24 hours like <laughs> like royalty free does not mean you don't have to pay us anything. yeah exactly yeah it's it's all about the it's all about the love of the indie game and and support and all that sort of stuff uh when it comes to the indie game community and uh again this has been um kevin ducharme thank you for for interviewing with us and uh up next Oh, by the way, go check out SoundCloud and because yeah. uh, the music is great. <laughs> Links in the description. Links in the description, all that sort of stuff. Uh, thank, thank you for having me, guys. And not uh, a problem. Wasn't expecting it. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of a. Thanks, thanks, Nelson. Wow. Yeah, Nelson, who was supposed <laughs> to be on. I think yeah. we already talked about that. Uh, but you know what? Uh, you know what else? Uh, I, I, you know, a game that I do love talking about. Love of the game. What's that? The game is starting the riot. And this week on Starting the Riot, we are taking you to the city of Newton, 2087. Yes, we are talking about Techno Babylon, a point-and-click adventure in the vein of the Sierra-style point-and-click adventures. But this one has a story that will just punch you right in the throat and then drag you across the the gritty side streets that you didn't want to go on and oh man there's a there's a part speaking of the the story punches in the throat i don't i'm not going to spoil anything but there's a part of the story where a particular um thing gets destroyed uh-huh. and, and oh and yeah it, and it did, I, it made me that, i was like oh no did, did that did that make you feel like really really like like emotional because to yeah, me it, it did to me that that so so we're 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 i guess we should just go right into the to the story of techno babylon there, yeah. there are multiple different uh there are two different playable characters that you can play as you can either play as um dr it was a normal name why can't i not uh dr charlie regis or max um, oh max laws is partner yeah, max laws the partner or uh or latha sesame there you go that sounds like uh, that sounds like magic yeah, um, uh, Re- uh, Doctor Regis is a uh, basically a police officer in this day and age. Uh, he's an older guy, and then um, Latha Sesame is a poor, unemployed uh, girl, basically living off of the state. And the world that they that they live in is is futuristic, and everyone or almost everybody is is neurally plugged in to central with, with something called wetware. Yeah, wetware, uh, which basically is a uh, biomechanic, you know, computer connection where everybody's connected and everybody, uh, and there's this like virtual world that you, um, it's called trancing, where it's sort of like a hollow deck in in Star Trek, where you basically unplug your your conscious brain, go into trance. And you can interact with um, certain technology that your that wetware has uh, interacted with, um, and you know go different places and be whoever you want to be, uh, which is very clear with um, Sesame. Uh, and it's kind of like the it's kind of like the the settings internet too, because that's yeah. how you get in. I mean, there are computers, Networks. there's terminals, but you you can access the same things. It's almost if you think about it, 
uh, with Oculus and everything like that. It's, yeah. it's kind of going towards there. It's it's kind of going towards there, and it's and it's very dystopic. If, mm. if you uh, if you're watching the gameplay or very you're big anything, brother, you, you can tell that it's very big brother, and there are a lot of different perspectives that are given to you, um, and you know lots of puzzles that you have to go through. Um, there was one part that Josh, you know, that that Josh was talking about that that really irked him. I think I think that's about what an hour, an hour into the game, about. Which wait, which one? Uh, the the part where you know the the thing breaks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and that part for me, I was just like, I shouldn't care. I shouldn't care about this. It hurts I me. Focus on my job. It hurts me. And the, the this is a very. It's a it's a linear storyline in a in the sense of the the choices that you make determine what happens. So you can make certain uh, chat decisions, talking with specific people uh, that will change the outcome of certain aspects of the game later. Not necessarily big things that I've seen so far in the game, but you know just just uh, tiny things or Steam achievements um, if you're if you're going for that. Um, I, I, it's really pushing so many different messages, um, because from Sesame's perspective, she is a, she's basically from from what I've been able to gather, addicted to trancing. I think and, I think it's part of being poor though. Like in this yeah. world, if you're poor, you it's pretty shitty. It's I mean, really bad. And by the way, speaking of, a little off topic, but th- with this person, um, what's the name again? Sesame. Se- something Sesame. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird name. Latha. Sort of, Latha. Um, that that intro puzzle was difficult. It was, but fact, it felt very satisfying once I got it, through it. It it you know there. It has uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Sierra style of point click, it has the similar problems that Sierra point click games have, of expecting you to make completely outrageous connections and unfortunately i don't know need a cat a ball of string well that's almost i didn't i wouldn't say this is outrageous that that one wasn't outrageous there there was a point that that really bothered you might be farther than i am that that i that i'll touch on later it won't be spoilers it's only a few hours into the game but and it'll (laughs) help because there isn't a tutorial on this particular thing so so the first puzzle it was like I had everything that I needed. It was just a matter of like taking the certain steps because you, you you really have to sort of go against your your better judgment of this game or your better judgment in this game because um, there is I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you any specific secrets, but right. there's an email that you have in the first level of the game that you know like you just read the email it's just like there's an attachment it's like the only attachment that you get on an email it's like you know this is bad you know this is gonna you know give you a virus you don't want to touch that yeah and and i was just like ah okay i'll touch it and i touched it and it was like nothing bad happened it was like all right but i i I mean in this it i don't think that entire puzzle like this whole first part with her i don't think ridiculous i don't i would say i would say that some of it was like it was like, oh, yeah. like when you figure it out, you're like, okay, I understand. But it, it wasn't like it wasn't like MacGyver esque where you're like, here's a that's true. Here's a and, comb and and the a bottle thing. of water, yeah, and a pizza <laughs> crust. These things go together to make yeah. a lock pick. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, 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 yeah, it's not exactly. like that. It's it's not it's not like that. And and I will say that there are multiple different ways to solve a lot of the puzzles, uh, especially that first one, uh, because I I need I needed help. I was stuck there for a few minutes. You I was just, just like, suck. it's like it's the beginning. I've gotten to a point. No one's telling me any any useful information. By the way, completely voice acted. Yeah. With subtitles. With with subtitles, yes. So uh, and I'll get to that later. Um, so I so I looked up you know a, a written tutorial and I, and I and I read the part where it's just like like take this do this and I'm like oh of course I could have done that I'm dumb I, I should have been able to figure that out and and I did it and then I could figure out the puzzle and then I went back because I had that tab open later that night I looked at it and I'm like oh this guy did this like completely weird convoluted way of doing things like I did this the most efficient way and just just from you know what you he was he was like oh yeah do this and cut that and it's gonna ask for more and i was like oh, i just did this and got this and broke that and i'm out you know um i would say that one, virus that virus though it was the, probably the hardest yeah it was like, aspect you, you of really, that puzzle yeah it, it really was but once it was i figured like, out i was like that. oh I get it. yeah mm-hmm. and i i think that's also sort of the 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 down the 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 biggest problem that I have is that it gives you information, but it it gives you information contextually from the character's perspective, which works because that's the point of the game, but you you sort of lack some of that insight from outside of this world that you're put in. I think I think that's just a case of the writers being a little bit yeah and, and more writing, invested in the characters because yeah. you know it's their characters yeah exactly. so they just don't really think sometimes mm-hmm. you know in the in a way that in, in a player shoe who's brand new to all of it but yeah I don't but there's nothing that's like that's here here's what really bothered me after that everything was like super straightforward you know there was the the certain scenes here and there you know I answered all the text questions I ended up. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, saving that guy. On the, did you get to the subway? Yeah, no. Okay. I saved the guy on the subway. And, um, really? Oh, okay. Uh, and then I what? went to this. Uh, I, I don't I, think. I, I, I didn't get that. I mean, I I didn't get that far. To oh, be honest. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, the last thing that happened to me was actually that. That, that um, event. That, that really emotional. Yeah, that, that, that happens right yeah. after. Um, and then the, the thing that happens after that, uh, you go into this guy's apartment and I'm just going to tell you this right off the bat. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna find a, a dead body and, uh, and a synth made and would you like to, try... would you like to just write a walkthrough right now? No, but, no, but he, here's the thing. So, so, so Josh, you know how, you know how the game doesn't have a, a look function. So you can't like inspect items. Right click. See, where did they tell you that? It was it was a very brief tooltip. I didn't. I never saw that tooltip, and for me, right clicking was taking the thing that I had picked up out of my hand. And there was an item that you have to right click to inspect in that hotel room. Where I'm just like, okay, cool. It's hmm. I attach it to hmm, and then I can access this terminal, right? <laughs> and so basically, basically, your frustration revolves around the fact that, that you're stupid. They they don't have a way to. Uh, introduce mechanics. Well, yeah. there's only there's only clicking. That's the only mechanic. Well, well, right. But but you know, in in a lot of the old Sierra games, and I'm not saying that the old Sierra games this are isn't the best way of doing things. Exactly. But it's modeled after that. And and you know, point and click adventure games usually have that sort of you know you can 
look at certain things and then interact with certain things. And this was just clicking, which uh. I'm totally fine with. But the, the fact that right-clicking to me was, you know, unclicking something from my hand that I had picked up. That too. Which, which is fine. You know, it worked. Uh, was also inspect something, which I had to inspect because there, there came up a little text blurb on, on this hmm when I connected the huh to it. And it was just like, okay, cool. It's, it's warmer now. Uh, that'll work. And then I use it. And it's like, it still doesn't work. Like, is the game bugged? And so I had to, I had to find a, a video walkthrough of it. And I, and I, and I skip over to where I needed to go. And I, I see this page, this like thing pop up. And I'm just like, where the hell is that? And I like go in, I'm looking, it's like, it's like, is there a view like item thing? Is there a key? And then I write, I'm just like, is it right click? Have I been doing this wrong the whole time? And I right clicked and popped up and it was just like, oh, this puzzle should have been solved. 30 minutes ago and i just i think the, i think that was your lack of your lack of attention to detail but i like i was i think you're being a little bit too i was being super meticulous in this game because it really forces you to do that it's really fun it's just that one thing really frustrated me because they didn't they didn't like so the the first the first level oh, okay. which is also sorry, okay sorry, sorry go ahead we're, we're, we're i know i'm rambling to, you're right we're getting off into ramble it's land. very very good oh. game it's a very good game <laughs> Uh, it is it is released. Uh, it is live at the moment. You can purchase it at GOG.com. Uh, you can purchase it on Steam. You can purchase it through... Uh, Just I think they're offering it through... Released Humble yesterday Sport. at the time of this recording, the 21st. Yeah, released yesterday as the time of this recording. It is $14.99. Um, it you is can also... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You can also download... You can also interrupt demo. people. Uh, on www.wadjetigames. Oh, what happened to my voice? Wadjet. Wadjetigames.com. Wadjet. Wadjet I. Um, it is. Uh, it is unfortunately Windows only. Uh, so Mac and Linux, you guys are out Suck unless it. you uh, unless you VM it. But yeah. uh, it was published. Uh, it's published by Wadjet I Games, and it was developed by Technocrat Games. And I haven't been able to find info on them. But uh, props to you guys. I'm yeah. honestly the from from what I've seen of this game and what I've read on it, uh, I'm really excited for this kind of. It, it seems like it's a, almost a, a perfect throwback. There, to yeah, it, do the, Android's dream of electric sheep. You it, know what? You know what I'm noticing. What? Okay, so so there's there's these like uh, trends in in indie games recently, right? Mm-hmm. So so I mean, it was like the Minecraft survival. And then it was like top down isometrics and then roguelikes. And now right? we're doing point and clicks again. And now we're doing now there's like this huge resurgence of, of point and click adventures just this year. Yeah. And they're really yeah. good too. They are really good. There's and a we, ton we of even them. saw some of them at uh at MacFest. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm I don't know. I, I, I love point and clicks, so it's Yeah, th- there was I mean there there are a few like weird things about this game just to just to keep in mind. Um if you don't like, I guess, mature themes that really make you feel, you might mm-hmm. you might want to look away. Um, it runs in a very strange resolution <laughs> that you can't change. And I, mean, I get it; it's it's the style. Um, but you know that that's also a thing. There's there's weird mouse acceleration, like really weird mouse acceleration. Like I was like, it's like my mouse feels really weird, and I like jiggled it a little bit and as i was jiggling it more and more it was going like just going crazy um <laughs> which felt really odd in a point and click game 
Um, but I mean, you know, whatever. I could look past that. And then there was there was one thing, and it's it's about the voice acting, and I'm really picky about voice uh -oh. acting, and it's it's nothing about the voice actors, <laughs> it's it's really the writing and the the, the scripts that they were given, um, the the scene that that Josh ended up not seeing, uh, one of the characters that you play, uh, uh, Charlie Regis. So so Josh, you've played as Regis, yeah. right? So uh, he sounds like a normal dude. Would you say he's from Texas? Does he sound well, like this is the Texas? future, so who knows what the I accents mean, are like? Th that's now. true. But then when you put him next to a character who is voice acting a completely different voice, and that voice sounds like the accent sounds a little bit different. And then the whole point of the, the scene is you sound like you're from Texas. Yeah, I, I, I am. It's like, no. No, you're not. You're not from Texas. <laughs> well, you're com from a completely different place. Yeah, you're place. just being a little bit nitpicky. <laughs> no, it is. No, Knit stories. It is. <laughs> but, but it's like like that, like the, the writing in this game is really good. And the, the voice acting in this game is really good. And it is, it is you know, old school style with all of the, the new innovative storytelling that you could possibly want out of a game like this. And mm -hmm. I, I can't I can't praise this game more. Like I went in thinking, oh, it's another point and click adventure. And then ten minutes in, I'm just like, this feels like an old Sierra game, but it's more fun and I'm having a great time. And you know, there 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 are issues that I that I personally have. You might not have those issues. There are weird hiccups, the puzzles make you really think. So if you don't like I thinking, think it's I think I think the puzzles are just I think they're hard just, enough. Yeah, I think they're right in them good because at the end of that first puzzle, like I said, the 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 other puzzles weren't that hard, but the first puzzle no. was pretty difficult. But yeah. it was satisfying once I got and it, out. And of it, it made and it and and that first puzzle did a really good job, except for the fact that I it didn't teach me how to right click. You're you're just, uh, they, you're just they probably dumb. assumed you know how to use your mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's um, an abstract idea. Well, you know you know what else is satisfying? What's that? A giveaway. Giveaway. Giveaway time. So if you are lurking in the chat, please sign in because otherwise you won't be able to participate. For those of you in the chat, the question is, because as we know, we do a trivia question with multiple choice yep. here on Hitbox. <laughs> the question is for, uh, well, first of all, you're going to win a copy of Techno Babylon. So congratulations to the future winner. Um, question is, this has to do with, this has to do with point and click adventure. The, the yeah. question. What was the last name of the of the protagonist of the Leisure Suit Larry series of games? The last name of the protagonist. Your options are Lamar. I hope I'm pronouncing these right. Lamar, Laffer, Lonara, or Lode. Lode, Lodi. Are we gonna Lode. do? A, are right. we gonna do a copy for our offline? Unless for you have one, I, I don't have any other copies. Oh, okay. Just this oh, okay. one. Okay. So sorry, this is a live only. Uh... Yeah, and if we more reasons that, to join the more reasons to join the live chat. Yeah, exactly. You know what else is another reason uh, to join the live chat is the awesome banter that we have before these segments. For those of you who are listening to the recorded <laughs> version, we're going to be talking and having a great time for the very split second before we go into peep show. Please give all your attention to. Early access.
this week on Peep Show, we have the giveaway finale. <laughs> uh, just a reminder for, for those of you in the 30 seconds we might have been gone, depending on editing. The question was, what was the last name of the protagonist of the Leisure Suit Larry series of games? The options were Lamar, Laffer, Lenara, or Lode. And the correct answer is Laffer. And do we Laffer. have Laffer. The correct answer is Lady. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and the correct answer is Laffer. And the winner is Preposterone. Congratulations, Preposterone. sir. You make out you make out like a bandit on this show. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I gotta say. Come you people out there listening to the edit version, you gotta stop by. One of the goals, by the way, for, for um that I added to the to the uh Patreon, if we if we're able to hit the goal, is to have a weekly giveaway no matter what. That's cool. So Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought I thought that question was really good. You know, it's like, you know, leader shoot Larry. You know, it's like it, it's sleazy and, and like having the last name of load, you know, Larry Load, you know? <laughs> Do great load. porn star name. You know, it's great. <laughs> Larry Load. <laughs> Larry that's Long not what load. we're talking about on Peep Show nope. today. What we're talking about on Peep Show today is a game that has been going for uh, not too long and uh, has already been greenlit and has already met 70% of their funding goal, which is not a tiny amount either. They're asking for $225,000, and as of this recording, they've raised $158,836. This game is by Solar Fall Games, uh, a uh, a game company out of I want to say France, yeah, out of out of France. Um, what is this there, game's name, sir? The game's name is Umbra. There we go. U M B R A. I'm waiting for it, and you're like, this game. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm peeping it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, if you look at it, it, it's it's kind of an open world. Uh, hack and slash is really like imagine god of war or uh torchlight 2 combined or diablo 2 yeah, yeah it gets a, a lot yeah. of co- comparisons to diablo and skyrim like a yes. combination yeah, of the I two can see that. um but uh yeah it's it, it, it's really kind of an interesting idea a it's all done in cry engine so it looks fucking amazing of course so good um but uh, the the part that interests me the most is the asymmetrical growth of the character. Um, you know, I mean, the, the, the story is kind of your, your standard uh, that I've encountered so far. Uh, it is kind of your standard fantasy world type story. There's a, a human republic that is corrupt and, and falling apart. And, uh, you know, there you, you happen to have... Uh, this ability that is super rare, the ability to use magic. And you used to work for the corrupt government, and then they found out that you use magic and they're trying to kill you, and now you are, you know, running all over the world trying to resolve the universe. Um, but uh, the, 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 the biggest thing for me on this, like I said, is the, the asymmetric development. Uh, they have a really interesting mechanic that, based on your actions in-game, uh, you earn certain traits. Uh, kind of, think kind of like the, uh, the... Fable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of along those lines. However, this doesn't apply necessarily directly to you, but to your apocalypse form. 
which is basically you you've just reached this point of absolute rage and you're like you know what no it, we're we're going to slay everything and you transform into a a higher level demon being type deal and uh it, it each each version is randomized based on the particular actions that you take through the game uh it picks three of those traits that you develop and builds this form out of those three traits so you know at, at higher levels once you've gotten a slew of these traits it'll start to differ out more and more really kind of a cool concept um it is windows and linux so mac you guys are out and i uh, don't really care but you're mac so thank you for at least including the uh the linux group uh i haven't been able to find a whole lot on solar fall um i i'll admit i didn't do a, a super ton of research into this uh before the show i've kind of been working a lot but uh you have until june 14th uh this no. game looks absolutely amazing one like, i don't one thing I'm worried about this, I mean, that's a lot of money, but oh, it, it, it kind of makes sense make with it. as much as yeah. it's trying to do. That, that I'm though, surprised they didn't ask for more. That, though, is the problem that I'm worried about. It, it's, pr it's pretty damn ambitious. I mean, this is a small team. But this, this is a small team, and they're doing a lot. So you're talking, I mean, just comparing it to the games, like I said, Skyrim and Diablo, and maybe, like you said, throw Fable in there. The mechanics from all those games, they, you're talking multi-million dollar budgets. And, well, and, yeah, and and thousands of employees. Biggest, here's my biggest concern, and it's a, it's part of the reason why I don't feel comfortable backing this project. Um, I don't see a breakdown on what they're planning on using the money for. Yeah. Hey, Reb, mm. could you move your mic down a little bit? Sorry, how's that? Oh, yeah, it's a lot better. Okay. Why so picky? So picky. I, I I just don't I I don't have what, gone uh, over their 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 screen several times now. You know I don't see. I mean, they have a lot of information, but tons and tons of information, and it's all good information. But I do kind of want to get an idea for hey, you know, where the money's this going. This huge chunk of it is going to go for art, and this huge chunk is going to go for improving the AI here, or whatever. You, you know what? You know what's crazy too is that other than the than the music, they have a. Uh, a three-person full-time team, and then they have one, two, three, and then they have five part-time people working on this game. And the, 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 that's what I I'm saying: five part-time people for such for all this stuff. Man. Yeah, that's... but to be fair, look at what they have. I mean, I know this is this is all probably like either like pre-alpha like or made four years in development yeah exactly and 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 look at um solarix it has been greenlit thing. too it, it was it has been greenlit like think about it like this solarix was four years of development and they went to kickstarter and then they they basically you know punched yeah. this game in the face and released it um so i will say that rev you you do bring up a good point i i hadn't seen a cost breakdown which is really common i mean like we even had one of those when we ran yeah. our indiegogo but I don't know if this is like th this game does feel really polished, and I'm using that term like like really. I just broadly. don't want it to turn into something that's not going to get finished, just because I, I, I'm, I, of the yeah. of the of the so much scope? to do. You know the uh, well, scope. If you Talk, remember at, Tim Donnelly talking about scope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you look at it, it it says the estimated delivery for the nine dollar pledge, which gets you a Steam copy of Umbra. Estimated delivery 
October 2016. So by Kickstarter logic, it's going to come out in a year and a half, possibly two years. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> a couple of years. Um, um, so on top of the four years, it's already been going. Yes. Um, oh, actually, I lied. I, I what it, was incorrect with that. Uh, currently, all of those $9 pledges are sold out. You can get the game for $15. Oh, that was like an early bird special. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I read what, that What exactly is Umbra mean, by the way? I don't know. That's what I'm, <laughs> I think it's just the name of the world. Okay. Yeah. That would make and, sense. Like Skyrim. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and let me tell you, when I when I was like when I looked at this game, I was like, that looks like Diablo. Like Diablo. Like because I didn't play Diablo one if or Diablo three. Was, like amazing. Oh, looking. like if, if, if Diablo two were amazing looking and then a lot more like fluid in well, their level design. Diablo three is like that. It's a lot more hack and slash in Diablo two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I looked at this and I'm just like. All right, I can sort of get I can sort of get behind that. the The biggest problem, the 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 biggest you know, issue that I have is, I guess, per, is like personal. I am not huge on open world games that don't have a whole lot of direction to them, because um, I because you know some of my some of my favorite games of all time would technically be considered open world, but they were very clear as to, hey, this you need to pick an overarching goal. Yeah, like, like, and that you could be running like two or three different storylines at once, but it was just like, hey, there's a storyline going on over here, and it's going to take you on like a line of different, you know, quests and missions to do. And then when you're done with that, you might want to check out here. And then, oh, now that you've done that and this, it's unlocked a whole nother, you know, line. And that was done really well. Um, well, they are they are working on on implementing the quest system. I mean, again, yes. this is so, development, so it is it is going to have a a build. Of, to the through the story in the in yeah. the chat in the chat uh we we now have a definition of umbra <laughs> okay the fully shaded inner region of a shadow cast by an opaque object especially the area on the earth or moon experience the total phase of an eclipse astronomy the dark central part of a sunspot literary literary shadow or darkness and that makes sense because you are one of the only people in this world who can use magic there you go I don't know. Uh, I don't also, know why that makes sense, but it makes sense. There's also shadows in the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is very. It is a very pretty game. It has shadows. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they what they do with it. And you know, with such a relatively low buy-in of fifteen dollars, and they've already sold almost two thousand of those. Um, you know that that's a that's a really great. You know thing to have i'm looking i'm, I'm sorry I, I i started there they're they don't seem to have do they have their stretch goals listed uh the the stretch goals are a lot of times uh, they don't put those up until challenge oh, uh, you can take a you can take part of your house and uh transform it into a dungeon that you build to uh challenge other players uh, another stretch goal is uh, a multiplayer mode which is going to uh, be in my opinion a necessity yeah, it would it would be a they they would be adding the co-op mode as well as a uh PVP VAI. And by the way, <laughs> player as, versus player versus AI. As far as like the breakdown of money goes, we can kind of we can kind of guess too. I mean, just first of all the the technology they're using probably takes a good chunk um as I know Cry is now free, but I think I think there's isn't there still a version that you can pay for? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which is I think, I think the so. one that they're using. Um, it looks so good. But they're it using looks so I mean, good. They're using a lot of things. They're using a, an AI system, um, so different engines like that. 
uh, something for was it Kixel Megascans library? Oh, I guess. Oh, for animations, I guess it is. Oh, yeah. And um, I, sorry, finish that thought. Character creation pipeline. So I, you know, for for having new. Every time they create a new character, I guess. So it's probably a lot of money going into that, and of course, yeah. is it the living expenses and all that stuff. Yeah, there, there, there is an answer as to why you cannot get this game on a Mac, and that is because CryEngine does not support OS X. Oh, damn you, okay. Cry! Yeah, and and that's a that's a very you know clear, you know clear answer as to that. Um, that's under their FAQ at the very bottom of the page. Um, but honestly, like the the one thing the one thing that draws this to me is, in most part is just I. It's so beautiful. It really is. Even even as a even even with my color blindness, like I don't have any problems with any of the footage that it's I've so seen. It's so beautiful. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think. No, like even with their their color schemes that they've gone for. I mean it. They have you can tell they've put a lot of time and effort yeah. into making this game look as good as they can. Um, so you know, I, I, good on good on Daniel and Patrick and and Simon and the rest of the team um, for uh, for getting this to this point. Uh, you've got 22 days as of this recording. Oh, yeah, you this. better you better make this. multiplayer. And if it makes multiplayer, I might just have to buy it. <laughs> like I, I know it sounds awful, but it's like I had some I, I had a lot of fun playing games like this and it also sort of harkens me back to the to Guild Wars two. Or no Guild Wars one. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. And and it's just sort of like the way that the, the world is sort of like laid out and everything, and it's just like it, it, it this game makes me really happy. <laughs> like later I'm just like, yeah, spells and hack and slash and awesome crap and the the orb of health in the bottom corner that that's just so yeah, I, I I love the idea. I really hope that it succeeds and I really hope that they don't uh I guess Fall screw through. everybody over. <laughs> you know what's not gonna screw everybody over? A mobile what's that? game? Going mobile. Oh, This week on Going Mobile, we have a game that's also on Steam, but we're doing the mobile version. It is currently on only on iOS, so that kind of sucks, but it will be released this summer on Android, which is what we're all looking forward to because fuck iOS. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. The game is called, <laughs> as I choke, Fearless Fantasy, which I forgot to change over. Son of a bitch. Someone talk about it. <laughs> so, Fearless... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 oh, no right oh, ahead. Well, I, 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 I clicked off of the wrong thing, so now I am totally not ready. <laughs> Look how, okay, so you, uh, play, you play Leon, a, a bounty hunter, and uh, your, your goal, your mission in this game is to kill the weirdest fucking monsters uh, that you can and, you know, rescue a princess from a horrible marriage. So yeah. basically it's Mario, but... <laughs> different like, mario but G but will haunt your dreams because yeah. as you're seeing in the if you're looking at the video version as you see him uh as as you're seeing on screen the enemies creep me the fuck out um they're not particularly like i mean it's a flower Creepy. and a couple of i don't know radishes or something i'm not really sure with legs 
but they have like it's people the faces. Valley. The Uncanny Valley, really. Yeah, they have no, people this faces. This isn't even Uncanny Valley. This is just disturbing. I don't, look, at that, look at that flower. <laughs> it looks like it wants to molest you. Oh like, God. come here. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's, <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Um, that's the very first thing I saw, too, was that, was that like, the faces on these things. I was like, oh. Um, I believe, you remember, I'm not 100% sure because I didn't play it on mobile because I don't have iOS, but I'm, from the looks of it, unless the port is completely different, it's a little bit, remember how Sorcery's combat system is? Like where you drag him back and forth? Yeah. I think it's a little bit like that, but it's more, as you see on the screen, like the, the, the line going across the screen and all that stuff i believe that's this person's mouse or something unless you're playing on ios um but you're you, you, it's a lot of movement with you know whatever your cursor is using um or whatever is moving your cursor i should say so uh it's good that it doesn't have the digital controls because as we know it's very yeah. hard to make the to do games well with those we have seen yeah. few games <laughs> use uh digital controls well and um, it's the com- I'm not a huge fan of turn-based combat, but this combat system uh, makes it more interesting. It's a lot more interactive with how yeah. with how it's being used with the with the cursor, and also the the pop-up menus. There's not a whole lot of waiting time because that was my biggest problem with t- with turn-based. It's like okay, like yeah. like the old fa- like Final Fantasy. Like uh, here's another cutscene every single yeah. goddamn <laughs> time. And and you know. the. The, the the coolest thing too is that you know especially in a lot of traditional RPGs there's like all right hit that thing and there's like a percentage chance that it'll miss because the the enemy has dodge or something whereas this it's like oh you, did you move your finger or your mouse wrong yeah you didn't hit the guy yeah which which I'm just like awesome it gives you an incentive to actually like pay attention not, to, to the not game. suck yeah exactly and also like timing is important for like oh. range attacks and stuff like that that flower i think is the creepiest but even that, yeah. that little mushroom or acorn or whatever the hell it is the yeah. face on it it looks so innocent but it's so innocent to the point of like i'm gonna kill you in your sleep yeah. you know <laughs> so i don't like it um uh, so this is a this is it, it is out on steam as we said um but uh it is also uh it's out on ios as of like the 14th of this month it's coming out for android this summer um and uh apparently it's been out on steam for like a year so yeah mobile version is is the yeah. port uh and it is by tiny build who are no, the guys behind well, tiny build is publishing it publishing it yeah it's built by, by the way Skies. by the way just a little bit a little bit different but just with like tiny build and a lot of these game developers that came out of nowhere with the publishing yeah, you know what I mean. Like, throwing, it throws me off. I'll be honest. Because Tiny Build, the game they're most known for, I think, is uh, um, No Time to Explain, which yeah. was a success, a success, bleh, successful game. I mean, it was uploaded to Newgrounds originally, um, and then put on Steam. And I know some of the voice actors in there, or the voice actor, I should say. Um, but it's not. I wouldn't say it was successful enough to start your own publishing company. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I, I guess maybe the people in Tiny Build have connections. Maybe that's what it is. Because um, I feel like if you become a publisher, you have to have a lot of industry connections. <laughs> um, but, hey, you know, cross so to them. Just enter, enter Skies, side note, Enter Skies, this is their first commercial game. Well, it's, yeah. it's pretty solid. I mean, <laughs> this reminds it's me. As creepy as all get out, but. Yeah, I, I want to know how, how, what, like the people in the game don't look like. 
You know what I mean? It's yeah. like a different art style completely from the monsters. Yeah. It even weird. makes a point of pointing out the monsters are just weird. Did, was that thing crying? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just like crocodile tears. Well, to like, be fair, it does, it does give you a reason to kill him. It's like, oh, that thing's weird. Kill it. Yeah, kill it with fire. Yeah, you, um, you know what you don't want to kill with fire? Uh, the end of the show? The end of the show. I will kill the end of the show with fire all day, all oh, night. Yeah. It's like a spider. He... Bring the house down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly how that works. Buy a um, new computer. <laughs> the 50th one that you used for, uh, for or 51st one that you used for episode 51 of Game Riot has now been used for the episode of, for the 51st episode of Game Riot. Time to buy a new one. Yeah, there you go. Um, so uh, this is the end of the show. All good things must come to an end, of course. If you like what we're doing, uh, you want to help us expand and grow, go check us out on Indie Game or on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Indie Game Riot. We have a lot of really cool goals and things that uh, if you want to help us get to faster and help us help the indie game community and all that sort of stuff make Indie Game Riot a much better place uh, than it already is, please consider helping us a dollar or more, anything at all. All kinds of perks and things like that. Just added some uh, stuff to it recently, as I said in the beginning of the show. So, so thank you very much for your consideration. Uh, if you're a game dev or you know someone who is, please consider contacting us because we might be able to feature your, your game or maybe at least write an arco about it if it's not on the show or something uh, because we just want to help. That's all we want to do. Uh, you can contact us multiple different ways. Uh, first of all, if you are someone who is watching... Uh, the recorded version. We have a live recording uh, every weekend, every Friday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on hitbox.tv slash Josh and Ya. Um, and then if you are watching the live version, make sure you go check out the edited version. It's much shorter uh, if you don't want the banter, if you don't think we're funny. Uh, it has all the bumpers and all that sort of stuff in it, so go check that out in the GameRide.com. You can contact us on Twitter at IGR Podcast and Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. And uh, email us, contact at IndieGameRiot.com. Uh, the website, of course, being. Thank you. Um, no. <laughs> not until, uh, well, that reminds you just real quick again as a reminder. We are looking for people to help out, writers or anyone with any kind of other talent that might be useful for the website or show, um, editors, animators, whatever. Uh, also, mods, speaking of Reddit, uh, if you have time and you, you uh, really like what we're doing and you want to help us out uh, a different way, we're looking for all kinds of people to help us out. And also, keep an eye out for things to put in our Hall of Fame section, our brand new Hall of Fame on IndieGameRide.com. Um, what, uh, am I missing anything else? No, I think that's it. Yeah. So, any last words, Joe? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, too many games... Uh, oh, Rev, too many games coming up. Rev, possibly, probably. It's looking good Rev, because he's he's already got. I got my time off crew. I've got my transportation out there. Uh, I've got yeah. yeah. As soon as we get confirmation, as soon as we get confirmation that I'm okay as a as a press member for uh, yeah, and for we're it. still waiting on one of those for Jesse as well. There's not a whole so, lot of yeah. people like dealing with that sort of stuff, so I think they're still working on it because yeah, exactly. They only just recently put up. Uh, the, uh, they did put up, by the way, the list of indie games that are going to be there. They just recently put that up. So, oh, did they? And I, yeah, I would it's, imagine... It's, it's, uh, it's 32. 32 games yeah, buddy. are going to be there, and only two of them we have personally interviewed at MAGFest. There are a few others that I think we've either talked about or possibly had on the show, or at least talked about. 
but you can always check that out on too many games.com we're not a, we're not paid paid by too many games or anything like that just full disclosure we're just going there and we have a panel there uh you know so no monetary incentive for us talking about it other than that we think it's really cool um i will be by the way i will be getting jesse to film uh when we all meet for the first time rev yeah we got i was gonna say we got to take a picture and that's going right on the website all three of us together (laughs) it is yeah and uh so yeah keep an eye out if you're gonna be at too many games outside of philly oaks it's gonna be the check out our panel it's gonna be the only time where you might be able to meet rev possibly if you get there at the right day (laughs) The panel. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there Friday and Saturday, and that's when I, I gotta head back. We're, we're leaving from Pennsylvania Sunday at some point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two, well, those are two best days anyway, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm excited. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of things to shake up. Keep an eye out for new things regarding Indie Game Riot yep. website and show. Make sure uh, Twitter is the best way. Absolutely. Keep up to date. You can see our Twitter handles on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye, Joe. See you next time, guys. Have a good one, folks. Toodles. Toodles.